0: Hello and welcome to the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. This is episode 114, and I am your host, Jake Barras. Now, this episode, I am joined by my fellow gamers, Brody. Hello. And Matthew. Replacing Ewan. Replacing Ewan. Like, once again, Ewan's coming back up in the cast. He was supposed to be on this episode, he just never showed up. So, once again, he's just having too much of a good time in England and not not working. So... Thanks, Ewan. If you're listening to this, nah, you're a good lad. You're you're busy. You'll he come won't into one. You won't even listen. one. Yeah, you pr- no. won't listen. Well, this no. is yeah. I, well, I'm trying to play it by you know, two sides. At some point, he's got to come back, and I don't want to say too meaner things because then we'll just have an argument about it. Um, but speaking of coming back, Brody, welcome back. Yeah. not only to the cast, but to to the real world, to life. Well, you, yeah, well, you've been doing one thing the last couple of weeks, and what has that been? I've been playing Destiny Two. Has it been worth the seclusion, the isolation?
1: Well, that's the thing. When you're playing Destiny, you're never alone. You've got your heads <laughs> You've got your clan. Got your so, fire team. That's right, you've got your fire team. But um, you know, I think I've uh I've blown out like a spare tire a bit, like I've I've done no exercise, I've you know, I've got real sweaty, like I my heart
0: hurts. <laughs>
1: so uh I'm not nice. in
0: great health, but uh I've had a lot of fun have you got like a permanent like cheeto stain on your chest you know? <laughs> che- yeah. teeth being like stained by mountain dew and things like yeah, that or like
1: a donut powder all over my uh, yeah. all of my clothes nice nice i just imagine we- him
2: getting out of his chair and you hear that weird like
0: sticky type <laughs> noise oh <laughs> that's gross peeling out of the leather yeah well you did write up a review do you want to quickly just give us a, a highlight of of what you said in that and, and what you gave it in terms of a score um, well, I gave it an
1: eight, which might surprise a lot of people. Everyone probably assumed I'd give it a much higher score, being that I'm quite the Destiny fan. But obviously, That's it's not true. perfect. Um, though it's a shooter MMO, like its MMO features, as I sort of touched on, aren't you know that well developed. They're very simple, very streamlined. Like there's like only a few currencies and stuff. There's no like crafting. Anything mm. like that. So, a lot of people were hoping that the sequel would have a lot more of that, but it's still very much the same as what it was. It just does what it did uh, just a little bit better.
0: Interesting. How's the how's the story this uh, this time around? Because I know that was a big, big yeah. thing in the well, first one. It was rather short and people were like, what is happening here? And Moon Wizards. And a little bit disjointed.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, with the first one, uh, that's the thing. It, it did have story. It was just hidden in uh, something called, like, grimoire cards, which are, like, little tidbits of lore that you'd have to access on the internet, like, outside of the game. So, it, it gave it the real, like, feeling, like, that there was no story to be seen in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, to sort of, and, and they've done away with that this time. And, like, um... The campaign itself is, is pretty decent, but, as I said in the, um... The campaign, uh, not, in, not in the campaign, I'm frazzled. In the review, <laughs> um, the campaign is pretty much just like the the tip of the iceberg. That's, after you finish that, that's where the game starts. Um, it's all about its end game content and like the raids and right. the strikes and the public events and stuff like that. But um, it's a good introduction to like the new um, enemies and uh, it sort of just expands on that lore a little bit more. And mm-hmm. the expansions that are coming up uh, are said to like focus on a few things that were left a little bit mysterious after the first Destiny. So, I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing where they are. go with it from
0: there. So, out of everything that you've uh, played so far, you said while we were about to start the cast, about 100 hours you reckon you've dropped in here. Yeah. Amongst that 100 hours, what what's the the best thing? What's your favorite thing about Destiny 2?
1: Uh, it's got to be raiding, I think. As, uh, as frustrating as it is um, to like coordinate six people like that, it's, um, very rewarding when you get things done, like, uh, because I, I, I play with my housemate as well, and he's in the front lounge, and I'm in the back lounge, and when we beat, like, the last boss of the raid, like, he he ran down, he was yelling, we'll high-five, and it was going off. So, um, because they're, like, it's, like, really mechanically based, and, like, really, mm. um, it just requires, like, a whole lot of coordination, and, um, yeah, to pull off some of the things that they, uh, they demand of you, it's, uh, it's a good feeling. Okay.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. I don't know if I'll grab it, but I might read your review and see if it sways me a little bit.
1: Oh, cool. I hope it does.
0: Uh, Me too, man. Me (laughs) too. Anyway, we're going to continue on with this podcast. This week we have just like a ton of Nintendo and Mario news as well as we'll probably have a little bit of a discussion about the new Tomb Raider movie, but let's jump into all this Mario stuff because it's just Mario Odyssey everywhere this week. So much has come out, especially with the Nintendo Direct that just happened. We've got a ton of information. So first and foremost, there is a Mario Odyssey Nintendo Switch bundle coming out um it should launch alongside the game on october twenty seventh and will include red Joy Cons. Not they're not neon, they are actual red Joy-Cons uh, for the left and the right Joy-Con remote which is very, very cool giving that nice Mario vibe to it. We've also got the pricing of that bundle. It should look around at the moment EB Games seems to be the only retail with that bundle so far and it's around about $550, only about $90 above the price of the Nintendo Switch itself. So, not too bad, I mean a Mario game normally it's a it's a main one so that $90 pricing I guess is fair. Uh, and as As well as in this bundle, we are actually getting a physical game card in Australia. So, previously with other bundles that we've seen coming out around the world, there has been a download code. However, we are getting a physical copy, it looks like, in Australia and New Zealand. So, hopefully that stays that way. Before jumping into anything else, Matthew, are you going to get some uh, Mario Odyssey?
2: I'll get the game. Um, I really like the look of it. Um, It's an exciting thing. Um, But the... The whole bundle makes me rage, and it's not the first time Nintendo's done this, and it's probably not the last oh. time they'll do this. What do you um, mean? Why? Why is it making you rage? Because you look at uh, the international bundle, mm. and I think it was like marginally cheaper, um, if not maybe a little bit more cheaper. Uh, but you also got a a Super Mario Odyssey uh, Nintendo Switch. Uh, slip case for your switch um yeah that's great and people like i've had arguments with people because you know that's my thing um (laughs) i've had arguments with people about you know they're like oh but you know we get a physical game whereas the rest of the world gets a download code but then they get the case i'm like that's not the point the point is their bundle is cheaper and they get just that little bit more out of it, whereas our bundle is not only pricier because we kind of suffer from an Australia tax, Mm. uh, but we also miss out. Like, they're selling the case separately. Um, EB and Nintendo both posted up that they're getting that case in stores, but it's not included in the bundle. And I think that's just, like... It's it's the most annoying thing because it's not the first time. Like, I mean, when the Breath of the Wild Special Edition was announced for the Switch... uh, the rest of the world got a like was it the soundtrack or uh, there was something in there i think it actually might have been another case uh, mm. for the same price they got a, a a switch case and we didn't they took the case out um Weird. and it's just like it's really it's really frustrating that for some reason in you know in this day and age everyone else seems to think yeah you know we'll give everyone the same collector's edition but nintendo's just all about no you know what we'll dumb it down, we'll take a couple of things out, and we'll charge the same price for it. Um, And it's really annoying, Like, especially considering the fact that, uh, theoretically, the Switch is region-free. So, I mean, if you were lucky Mm. enough to get your hands on, say, a Japanese one to get the case and the download code and somehow download it and everything, um, then you save yourself some money. Um, But, yeah, no, it's just just really annoying. Like, I, I just don't understand
0: Nintendo's practices, so... Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, I didn't realize that with the case thing. So that's that is that's just weird, honestly, like yeah, very very odd. Um some other news that they revealed about Super Mario Odyssey, we did see uh some new areas, some more story details being reviewed, oh boy, uh, revealed and in- see some
2: new areas.
0: Uh, oh, we are getting to that. But it, yeah, some new areas revealed in the Nintendo Direct that has come up recently. We saw two new levels, uh, one being the frozen fields of Shiveria uh, in the Snow Kingdom and the sunny shores of Bubbleland. Bubble Lane, I don't know, in the Seaside Kingdom as well. Uh, not only did we get the reveal of two new levels, but we also got the reveal of uh, Mario's nipples for the first time in the beach. Uh, level as well. Nice big screenshot was plastered all across the uh, internet and people going absolutely crazy. There was uh, tweets flying everywhere. We had uh, a tweet come up if you go read the article on our website we've got a whole kind of feed of tweets that came up we had people being like Mario's nipple has nipples and I don't know what to do uh, we've had of course Mario has perky luscious nipples he wears overalls but it- if they w- ever got loose they could kill a man through his shirt people were going absolutely nuts Brody did you see these screenshots and were you going a little bit nuts for Mario's nipples as well
1: uh
0: well <laughs> I don't even know how to
1: answer this. Um, yeah, I saw the screenshots and yeah, they intrigued me. I mean, you know. Well, did they? It's not every day you see Mario's nipples. It's not. It's and, uh, I'm pretty
0: sure this is the first time we've ever seen Mario's nipples.
1: And it's good Splash to see it with he, a shirt he's
0: he's still being sun smart. He's wearing his hat. I like that. Absolutely. I did put out a tweet saying I I was surprised that like he didn't have just one heavy curly hair on his chest. Uh, yeah, that's considering true. Yeah, that's, his, that's his true. big moustache. He's very sleek. He's uh, he he's hairless he, like a swimmer. He's an Italian man. Like, is he not supposed to be a little bit hairy on yeah, the I'm, chest? I'm
2: sorry, but as, as a part Italian myself, there's a distinct lack of body hair on his body. So either well, I, he is, like, waxing or, like, <laughs> on something that's, you know, but
0: he should have way more hair on that body. Well, Confirmed. I was going to say, Matt, I'm like, I'm. are you not... Part Italian, like I I was going to get you confirmed, but you did, um, which is um, surprising. I mean, Mario's an old man, so if he's if he's waxing, he's he's still trending, he's still with the times, he's he knows it's 2017 and what's hip, so yeah, very whatever he
1: asks Peach to do, she probably
0: expects (sighs) uh, him to do it as well. You know, it's a a two way street, yeah, yeah, Okay. (laughs) okay, someone went there. Uh, but the uh, the levels are looking quite cool. The, it's cool the, the kind of levels they are bringing out in Mario Odyssey. I guess these more, if anything, like, I guess more realistic in a way. I'd, realistic's not the right word, but, you know, like, beach levels and the city levels and even, like, whatever the level is with the dinosaurs and whatnot. Um, it, it does look quite like an intriguing game, I guess, you know, Mario Odyssey. It, it definitely wants me to buy a Switch. Um, but the level design and everything too just kind of intrigues me a little bit more. Would you, um, um, yeah? Would
2: you, would you caress the joysticks, pretending they're Mario's nipples?
1: A little bit of tweakage.
0: Uh, uh, I cannot confirm nor deny what I would do um, with the joysticks. That's a yes. I don't want to say it, guys. I just don't want to say it. Um, the other cool thing that we did see that, obviously, Shannon wrote this article and was going nuts because he is in love with his dog. But there are actually dogs in Super Mario Odyssey as well for those big dog fans out there. Uh, there's a nice little article with a gif that uh, shows Mario throwing his hat and, and one of the little dogs catching it along the way. So, yeah, I, d- I don't know, guys. What what else do you reckon we're going to see? When is it coming out? 27th of October. So, we're uh, we're kind of like a month away. Yeah. Is there any kind of certain levels that you'd love to see? Or n- now we, that we know, you know, we see real life people in the city level, we have T Rexes that we can take over, we got dogs. Is there any other things that you'd like to see before we actually get the release of the game? Luigi's nipples. Uh,
2: <laughs> look, I think we're <laughs>
0: branching into a whole different Nintendo avenue if we start seeing Mario's nipples and then Luigi's nipples um but that's fair i mean if that's your thing matt i'm i'm not going to judge you on that um but what else what else um <laughs> i don't know like I really don't know. do we get do we get like
2: yoshi riding again do we will we see yoshi in oh. the game is yoshi coming back um i don't know like you think you think back through all the sort of the 3d worlds and everything there's so much they can do i mean you know, like super mario sunshine did a fair bit you know like would we would we see stuff you know from that universe again um even going back to like super mario 64 like how cool would it be as a bit of a nostalgia thing and nintendo's really good at you know doing the nostalgia thing is if there was like a level crafted around you know one of the worlds or one of the stages from super mario 64 Mm. or something um, yeah that would be cool or even, even like returning characters or something, like the pink bob bombs and stuff like that. So it will it will be kinda cool. It'll be kinda cool.
0: Yeah, it'd be cool if um while you're saying that I was I was thinking it would be cool if there was a world that was just like Mario nostalgia and had like different Mario characters from different games, like or even like go way back to like Game Boy Mario kind of Eight style like. eight bit nipples (laughs) oh god that's that's gonna be the um the title of this podcast for sure eight eight bit nipples for um you just got a switch didn't you um brodie i did so i'm a little
1: annoyed i would have uh i even i knew that i knew i knew they were gonna do a odyssey bundle and i don't know why i didn't wait i think it's because i wanted to play kingdom battle but um yeah, so I just got one and uh, I'll definitely be picking this up when it comes out next week. Um uh, not next week. So this is on your
0: list of things to get.
1: Yeah, for sure. It was one of the uh the games that sort of made me decide on getting one in the first place. Oh, I have mm. never pl- I've never played a uh like a 3D Mario game like this. Like I missed 64, yeah. I missed Sunshine, I missed Galaxy oh, wow. and all that sort of stuff. So I feel like it's a as good a point to jump in as any.
0: Yeah, I I remember thinking when I first saw the trailers for this one like I I'm pretty sure the last 3D Mario I played was 64. Mm-hmm. I played like I dabbled in Sunshine. I I remember hiring Galaxy at some point and played a little bit of that, but just really didn't get too much into it. Um but yeah, this one was the first one where it actually made me once again be like, "Oh my god, I want to play a Mario game." Like it it just looked quite authentic at least to the to the to the gameplay that I really delved into with Mario 64 and stuff like that, so yeah, yeah. For sure. it'd be good
1: if they sort of, um, as well as like a, a nods to their like other s- series within the Mario brand as well. Like if they had mm. like little cart sections and maybe in in the wide open world you could go out and like play tennis somewhere or something like that. Little, little Your, e- Easter eggs like that would be pretty cool.
0: All that I'm picturing in my head now is just like the Mario version of GTA. Yeah, like the, When
1: they um, when they showed him walking around in the city, that was like the first thing I thought. I was like, "Can I jack cars here, please?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just walking
1: up to someone and like, get out of your
0: car. Thank you. Just like, <laughs> launching them out. <laughs> yeah, that would be fantastic. Who knows? I mean, this might be the 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 first thing in in the well, they've journey given him, of. They've given him happens. guns
1: in Kingdom Battle now, so anything can happen. It's a brave Ooh. new world true true true
0: true who knows who knows indeed let's let's move on the next the next kind of i guess mario news is the fact that mario party top 100 is coming out now it is exclusively coming out to the nintendo 3ds and essentially what this game is it's bringing back the best 100 mario party mini games uh which is quite cool I mean like anyone knows that if you've played any Mario Party games it's all about those mini games that is where friendships are uh, both I guess brought down as well as you know rekindled and it's forged and shattered exactly it's an emotional rollercoaster I know with like my group of friends like we went through a stage of every, like, Friday night for, like, six months, we'd have <laughs> Mario Party nights and we had a big scoreboard, we'd keep the score on and, you know, my own my own wife didn't even, like, you know, back me up. I, you know, we were enemies nights, we were best friends some nights, you know, it was just no rules whatsoever. So, it's really cool to see that, you know, Nintendo is doing something like this, bringing the best of their Mario Party games... Um, and it's it's such a I guess a diverse well not diverse you know we've got a the the whole range of uh, Mario Party games that these have been uh, pulled from from Mario Party one all the way through to Mario Party ten on the Nintendo Wii U. Um, did you did you I know you're you know not not much of a Nintendo guy, Brody, but did yep. you ever play a Mario Party game? I might have played like one of the first two, maybe just at a friend's house, and yep.
1: like I remember it being. um Because I didn't know what to expect from it. I had no idea what it was. I remember reminding me a lot of, like, the mini games in, like, Pokemon Stadium. Yes. And, and, like, even things like Fusion Frenzy and stuff like that. Uh, I know I've spoken about Fusion Frenzy and no one knows what it is, but I'm I'm bringing it up again anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the only thing I'm bummed out about, obviously, is that, um, you know, it's not coming to the Switch, which um, sort of Shannon uh, wrote an article about, like, alluding to how it would be the perfect game for it given that you can take it on the road and all that sort of stuff. But, um, you know, I don't know if it's going to be enough to make me get a 3DS because I don't have one of those yet. But um, it, it's definitely cool. It's like a, a nice bit of nostalgia for all the people that grew up with those games.
0: Mm, it would be the perfect addition to the Switch. Like, it's just, it's the, I guess it's the perfect kind of game to quickly uh, bring out, you know, yeah, put I the mean, Switch like, into that multiplayer mode. and Yeah, quick party games. It's, it's ideal. Yeah, Matt, was your were you a Mario Party lad? Was that your jam?
2: Uh, I um, I used to play it occasionally with friends, um, you know, because I I had a couple of kids in my street who used to, you know, we we'd go over to their house or come in my house because everyone had sixty fours. Um, but my like major major time with Mario Party was kind of just like on on my own renting it on the school holidays and stuff. It's like, mm. you know, play it with friends and then you'd play it on your own against the things that just try and get better at everything. Yeah. Um, and so, like, going through Mario Party 1 through, I think, 4 was um, up the 64. Um, it's like, yeah, Mario Party 1 through 4. Uh, and I've actually still got the first one on 64 too, which is really cool. Nice. Um, but I think, I think Mario Party 3 was my favourite. Oh, really? Um, yeah. But, um they're actually like those games are worth like heaps now, too, um on, on the gold one, yeah, yeah, the um, if, so if you've got original copies of you know Mario Party one through four on the sixty four and they're boxed or whatever, then, yeah, basically, like you know, there's your house deposit or something, um, oh my God, no, no, I don't think they're worth that much, <laughs> but um, but, yeah, no, like Mario Party, Mario Party's always been good, and I fe- I feel like. At some point, it kind of slipped away from what it was because they got a bit wacky and crazy with the games and stuff. And mm. in more recent years, I know that people said they tried to drag it back and it you know, kind of got good again. So I think that um, the only concern I have is, yeah, like as, as everyone's saying is the fact that it's being released on the 3DS is like I know that they still want the 3DS to be a thing for a little while longer while people slowly move over and adapt. But... For all the one, all the people who are serious about Nintendo games, they've already moved over to the Switch. Like you know, yeah, everyone absolutely. who is who is so invested in Nintendo has gone, yeah, no, I've already got a Switch or you know, they they'll have one by the end of the year. Um so I think it was just like it's a bit of a letdown coming out on the three DS. But having said that, at the same time, like unless you're buying one of the collectors ones, which I recommend, Brody, if you have the money or if you wanna, you know, Ask people for money to get get the SNES one, <laughs> um, but yeah, like the, the you can pick up a, a 3DS fairly cheap from you know like a, a secondhand dealer or even eBay and stuff like that. So you know, like if you're desperate to play the games, there's that avenue. But yeah,
0: mm, mm. well let's move on before we do i just want to say my like it's surprised it's not surprising but it's funny that your favorite one is mario party 3 my favorite one was mario party 2 only because the archery mini game in that i for some reason just like loved it was like it was it was my game i was like yes this is it i always remember like hiring it from like the video store mainly just to play that mini game over and over again <laughs> um and then I, I guess the last Mario party we got was Mario Party 9, I think on the Wii, which we still have. Um, and that like you were saying where they kind of started mixing things up, like that was like where the one where you kind of you moved all together in this kind of like roller coaster cart um, and but like switch turns as you as you went. and yeah, it did, it did some weird stuff that really changed up the game, which I was like, I don't know if I enjoyed this, but it's still you know, once you get into it, it's still the classic Mario Party fun that you always have. Uh, But speaking of, I guess, archery in a way, man, this is quite the segue. That's a good Uh, segue. Thank (laughs) you. Uh, But recently, we saw the trailer for the new Tomb Raider movie, and it is very, very close to exactly what the 2013 video game reboot from Crystal Dynamics. Like, it's like it's nearly same for the same if you haven't seen it already you can go watch the trailer on our website pressstart.com.au it is due to release in March 16 2018 um which actually is my anniversary with my wife so I know what we're doing that day for Aww, sure yeah go. yeah absolutely she may like it or hate it I don't know but that's definitely what we're doing <laughs> um, but Brody, you've watched the trailer. Yep. We were chatting before. It is quite close. Yeah. It, like nearly, like when- there's a lot of frames where we were wondering like, that definitely happened in the game and they've got that shot in the game. What, yeah, what are like, your thoughts like, on it?
1: Like beat for beat, pretty much almost the same thing. Yeah. Um, obviously there's the concern that everyone will have with it being a video game adaptation. Mm. Like they, they traditionally do not do well. But, um, like, I'm a big fan of Alicia Vikander, like, she, um, in Ex Machina, like, she was really, really, really good, and, um, and she was really good in The Danish Girl as well, but obviously that was a very different sort of role, so mm. it'd be good to see her, you know, sort of do badass, and, um, and it's got Nick Frost in it, which I like, he's a funny dude, so, um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye out, I'll, I'll watch a few more trailers when they come, and I might even go back through the games, because I, I did play the start of um, Tomb Raider. Mm. But I uh, I sort of got lost in the open world part. No, not open world part, but, like, the more open areas. Yeah. Like that it sort of lost me there. I, I prefer, if games are going to be cinematic, just be linear. Just so mm. I can, you know, chug through it. But um, Fair enough. Yeah, so I might go back to that and see what I can uh, have to look forward to when the movie comes.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of... Um I don't know. I think after seeing the trailer, where am I at? I feel like I'm sitting on the fence a little bit because Tomb Raider, like, the the reboot of it all uh, and the last couple of games have, have definitely been some of my favorite games that I've played um, so far. And, like, I, I'm loving that reboot. I'm loving that franchise. It's just everything I wanted in the game, the story, the gameplay, it's all in these. And mm. I, I I don't know. I, I I just watched the trailer and I was just kind of like, I wasn't like, whoa, that's cool. It was cool that it was like so close to the game, but I was just like, Yeah. Eh, but I the, the, might I might offend you. I don't know about Alicia. I'm like eh, Yeah. yeah no, that's I, right. Is she is she the right tomb raider? But uh, I'm 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 happy to go in open minded and, and kinda see what happens. And the, look the, at the, it this the, way. Sorry, God. Yeah. Um
2: she she like with the way the character has evolved, she will probably do a way better job than what Angelina Jolie did. Oh,
0: I know.
1: Not not hard. Not (laughs) hard at all. (laughs) At least Fargan's got chops, man. She's an Academy Award winner. Don't worry about that. Mm. Yeah, I am. This is the the thing that like does it's I don't think I'm going to be able to get past the question of like, does there need to be a Tomb Raider movie? Like, like does does this movie need to exist? Like, if it's going to follow the game so closely, and the game did the story so well like yeah true it d- doesn't need to exist it's, it's it's the same argument i have like with the uncharted movies that they're making like um uncharted i i could not imagine its story like translating over into film like i feel yeah. like it would just fall flat and it wouldn't live up to what the games managed to do so
2: or the last of us or yeah exactly basically like,
1: this is this is where it
2: starts blurring the line between you know we've got cinema as a storytelling medium and video games as an interactive storytelling medium is that
1: you know? The like latter is always going to be more engaging.
2: Yeah, there's so many. There's been so many arguments sort of in the past couple of years of uh, you know, video games aren't art, you know. But it's it's like, well, if they're making, they're still making movies based on video games like this, but it's basically you know, just a just the video game that you can't play. Uh, you know, is like, at what point do we admit that maybe it's time that video games have kind of surpassed? you know, cinema in that regard of you are you are actually part of the movie rather than just being, you know, an audience member. Yeah. So
0: yeah. Have you seen the trailer, Matt? You are you're, uh, you're the other film guy of the team.
2: I've been I've been at work all day, so unfortunately not. I'll probably <sighs> watch it right after this. Absolutely. Um but as I was saying, you know, like surely there's there's you know, there's no chance it'll be even and, it, you know, that'll be any worse than the um, the Angelina Jolie ones. And that's not to say that they're terrible movies. It's more to say that they're the kind of movie that you don't sit down to watch if you want something riveting and engaging. <laughs> yeah. They're the kind of movie that you sit down and go, I'm going to watch a hot chick kind of run, you know, be like an Indiana Jones type of character, you know. Um, and, yeah, and plus, like, you know, you go back and watch the first one and it's got... Um, uh, the guy who plays uh, Sir Jorah Mormont in Game of Thrones in it, All right. um, and it's got Daniel Craig in it, who's also really oh, really young. You go back and you watch those movies and you go, oh, it's those people I didn't even realize. So, mm. you know, it's it's full of full of people who have kind of you know built their they they've built their career since those movies, you know, um, and then yeah, it was like you know you got Angelina Jolie, of course, who's kind of yeah had it out and and gone into the you know, the humanitarian stuff and then her dad John Voight's in it as well. I think that's the last time they were in a movie together, but um yeah, you know, like it's not like they're it's not like they're horrible movies. They're just not yeah, not the engaging kind of movies you want
1: to watch. So,
0: mm, mm. well, I guess we'll have to see whether or not this one uh like we've been saying, does it live up as not only a, a video game movie, but does it live up to the actual uh actual game that it's it's based on as well. Is it, will it be too similar? Will there be a point to it? Or will it actually be great? Who knows? We'll have to wait. March 16, 2018 is when that comes out. Like I said, if you haven't seen the trailer, make sure you jump on our website and have a watch. Lads, we are at the end. Shall we play some What The Wiki? Sure. Why not? <laughs> great. Once again, enthusiasm. Really, really good. But we do We're have just- the, the two the two guys that always go head to head brody and matt once again you're one. back in the yeah. battle i think
2: you still one ahead of me brody we need someone to listen into all the previous casts and kind of well, to
1: <laughs> there's the famous unaired podcast that didn't uh you oh, know I surface i totally forgot oh, about yeah, that. that's, that's and i believe right. i believe i won that week so i mean we can't count it because it didn't air look i i
2: i personally like i wouldn't not count it um, but, but it spiritu- happens spiritually. on yeah, in front. It happened. And Even I'm sure so. we could release it as like a bonus cast. Oh, I absolutely. I mean, like Jake worked so hard to edit out all my I bloopers did. in that one, and some say he's know. still editing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> to this day,
0: it's a legend.
2: So, like you know, I'm I'm more than happy to concede that additional point. Um, I Doesn't don't matter. mind. Let's just let's yeah. just get. But into I think this at sucker. the end of the day, yeah, we've kind of just run out of points. I just. <laughs>
0: We yeah. just play for the fun of it. Yeah, well fair enough. Backstory for everyone listening. We did have episode one hundred and thirteen last week come out on all your devices. There was actually another episode hundred and thirteen that was recorded the previous week that for some reason didn't go to, to air. Um so it's 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 in there. Which but we might release it later on. But that is Matt's episode. He hosted it. it was very he was very Uh, grumpy that it didn't come out and and shannon copped an earful but when we um, eventually
1: release it it'll be completely irrelevant and you know untopical (laughs) but you'll enjoy it all the same
0: it it will come out and i really now feel that i did like i shouldn't have edited out all those mistakes because it just would have made that episode even better (laughs) um so i might go back and re-edit all the mistakes back in but anyway let's play some me
2: look like so much more of an amateur though so can can you maybe not
0: okay I won't I'll leave it how it is but just while you guys when it does come out and while you guys are listening to it just think how, how I guess how much more funnier it would have been with all the bloopers in even though you don't know what those bloopers were Anyway, let's play some What The Wiki for this week since we are actually doing this podcast. If you haven't listened to this before, this is the Press Start Game Show where I, the host, read out the description or uh, Wikipedia uh, description of a game and the players need to guess what that game is. It is first to two, uh, is will be the winner, and obviously you can play at home, but we will not know what you are guessing. So, contestants, are you ready? Yes. yes. Okay, here we go. First game. The game is a video game which allows players to create their own levels from this popular franchise, and then publish those courses Matt, to. Yes. Is it Super Mario Maker? It is Super Mario Maker. Well done, Matthew. Yes. Yeah, bam, bam 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 yeah. bam. Yes. It okay. Doesn't have nipples in it, though. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> Maybe they might bring out another
1: <laughs> another version later they'll, on. They'll patch nipples
0: in. Yeah. Super Mario nipple maker. Oh, wow. Okay. Next game. Here we go. As a side-scrolling platform game and the first in the franchise, this game is similar to the gameplay to its forebears. As the character, the player advances to the end of a level by moving to the right and jumping across platforms to avoid enemies and pitfalls. The screen only scrolls to the right as the player advances, but will not scroll back to the left. Sections of a level that have passed off screen cannot be revisited. In the game, the character travels to uh, Sarasasland to save the princess from Tataga, an evil spaceman. Matt. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. It's Super Mario Land. Oh, very good, Matthew. I didn't know if people would actually get the land bit, but you've done it and you've taken out what the wiki for episode 114. That was my
1: first Game Boy game, so. Oh, me too. That was great. I honestly didn't know it. I was just
0: trying to make it sound like I was in with (laughs) a (laughs) chance. I'm not a Nintendo guy. I know. I, you know what? I kind of realized that because I did make What the Wiki Mario theme since everything's been Mario themed. I, I, I honestly I started, thought I was would have like, thrown
2: like Tomb Raider or something in
1: there. That would have been a...
0: No. Uh, I mean, that fault. would have been quite That's easy. It's my fault for though. not embracing exactly the little, right the little plumber. Exactly right. Well, he's you not you a plumber wait. anymore, apparently. He's not no. a plumber no. anymore. No. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Nintendo. Anyway. Cool. Well, well done! Was the podcast there? Well done, Matthew, for winning. What the wiki? I, I, as far as that discussion went before the game, you guys are now tied. I'm guessing then, more or less. Uh, we'll say yes. Yeah. Well, congratulations. the the uh, the uh, The competition is heating up with you guys. I don't think anyone is really going to be able to catch you up unless they're on every single episode and, and mm. really dominate at what the wiki. It's a two horse race. Yeah. Well, you know, in, in Ewan's case, actually show up for the podcast. <laughs> so. Uh, Just get those final burns in before we wrap up the podcast. But anyway, that has been episode 114 of the Starcast. Be sure to subscribe on any podcast service of your choice, iTunes, Podbean, and of course, Podcast One. Make sure, if you're not already, that you're following us on social media at pressstartau, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whatever else is out there. I can't think... Did I say Facebook? I did say Facebook. Um, and you can obviously join the conversation. You can get us to talk about the topics you want to talk about or want us to talk about on here by hitting us up on there or even hashtagging the start cast. I've been your host, Jake Barras. You can hit me up on my socials at underscore Jake Barras. Instagram and Twitter is where I hang out. And I have been joined today by none other than Brody. Thank you. Uh, If you want to get in touch with me, you can follow me on my socials
1: at Brody underscore DG, but I'll probably just be playing Destiny, so find me on there.
0: Yeah, and absolutely read uh, Brody's review if you haven't done so already, if you haven't grabbed the game and you want to find out a little bit more. We've also been joined by Matthew.
2: Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at MVZamari or at Instagram at MatthewVZ. Um, I ran out of Japan photos, which is really sad. <laughs> it is um, sad. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's me. Um, <laughs> come, come, say hi. I like people saying hi. It's great.
0: That's nice. That's nice. You've you've crossed over to hi and no more fighting. <laughs> you found well, peace.
2: I asked so many people to fight me, and it just never happened. So now I'm trying to be, you know, um, what's what's the word?
0: Peaceful. A lover. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. I love that. I will go say hi to you on your, your social media, Matthew. Anyway, guys, thanks for joining me on this podcast and uh, thank you for listening. Until the next time, happy gaming. Bye. Ciao.